babies. You skinny bitch, put some weight on and you won't have to worry about your fucking back anymore. I Jesus. could always do that. He's too busy changing rooms. Um, very good, very good. I'm sure your your holiday was fine. Ray took up most of the time talking about his, so we'll uh, we'll move on from there. What do you say we start the show, uh, the Simple Mind Sports Show Friday Rewind, the last of 2023? Uh, we say goodbye to that. Uh, we say hello to some opening takes. I'll start. Uh, just a piggyback on what I just said on the road in-laws moving around kids the whole nine there needs to be and maybe there isn't some households and i and i just need to step up there needs to be designated times where if there are especially crucial sporting events but home team sporting events really any sporting event if it's on during a holiday that that time needs to be blocked out on the calendar on the schedules no dinners no presents nothing all right celtics are on at 5 p.m against the lakers on christmas day block that shit out everybody Everybody needs to. Patriots playing Christmas Eve, block that out. I did not hit that luxury this year. I had to catch a lot of things in between, watch very little sports. Um, it, you can. It was agitating me throughout the whole thing. I was starting to get the the, the twitch twitches. It's a lot of fucking candy canes and presents and toys and diapers and very little sports um, and moderate amount of alcohol. And it just didn't didn't quite fit what I needed for the holiday. So moving forward, we need to block those calendars in. Do you think more alcohol would have made that better for you? No, because I think re- the repercussions of of my angst and anger would have come back to haunt me with with a little bit more of the, uh, you know, the it would double, have manifested itself a little there. bit more. Yeah, yeah, Festivus uh, my, would have came true. My first Christmas uh, that I had with the in laws at my sister in law's house, I tried to put the football game on, and I said, "Hey, what what do you have? YouTube? What do you have? Hulu? What?" She goes, "Oh, we don't have live TV." What? What? What do you say? So I then sat on my phone and watched it on my phone. And I said, we don't have live TV. We, yeah, only, we, we only watch things that happened in the past. Yeah, we only That way we know it's safe. We don't want anything live in this house. Fuck that. Yeah, it was a little rough. Luckily, uh, a lot of days ended. I did catch a lot of the Patriots game because I just got to sit by myself quietly in the dark as everyone went to bed. Um, but, you know. That was a little grind my gears. A lot of angst to get off my chest here after a lot of time on the road. So I'll start there. Uh, Bobby, your opening take. My opening take is this. If uh, if the New England Patriots were going to pack up the season, they would have done it in Denver. Uh, I was surprised that they, uh, they didn't get blown out, even including after a very first play fumble by Bailey Zappi. We... Uh, we immediately thought that that was it all right this game's done and over with and they didn't they stayed they fought all the way through it won the game and then afterwards the team looks united and i think it has uh come to a realization of one simple fact bill belichick's not going anywhere um yeah that's well, I'm not going anywhere i'm not like going right anywhere now, because the team is behind him and that's half the battle, and I think he's probably going to be able to convince Kraft. Look at this. I got Zappy in there winning games. Mac Blue, okay? It's not me. I think he's going to be able to convince Kraft of it. Uh, that was a uh, a rabbit out of a hat Christmas miracle there Christmas Eve, and you don't get that one, guys. Check out. So you might maybe on to something. Obviously, we'll be talking about that game. Uh, Ray, your opening take. I'm just sick of everyone talking about, like, we should be tanking. Like, no. I like how they're going out there and winning games. They're trying. It's refreshing to actually watch a football game and see the the product on the field. You know, they're actually going out there trying to win a game. I mean, 
regardless what position we get for a draft pick, Caleb Williams ain't coming here. Uh, Drake May is probably going to get uh, sold to the highest bidder who someone's going to try to trade their whole stock up for him. So, yeah, I don't care. I like it. Keep winning games. Keep going out there. Hopefully they beat Buffalo this week. I don't care for now the sixth, seventh, or eighth pick. Who gives a fuck? Just keep on going out there and bring on 2024, a refreshing new season with a new regime probably. The quarterback's going to be gone. You know, you're going to have a new quarterback in there. You're probably going to have a great wide receiver core because you can't win in the NFL without that now. So just keep winning. Make this uh, – people want to come here in the offseason. Yeah, I agree. It was a real cool win. Wait, so you're okay with Belichick coming back with that draft board with a top 10 pick? Yep. Because that's the that's your outcome. They keep yep. winning, keep looking good, keep playing hard. Bobby's right. Yep. That's your outcome. Most, I mean, it's going to be real hard for Kraft to pull the trigger if they end on a high. That's been the case <laughs> since um, this slide really started. Hey, if they keep well, trying and going out there and winning, why not? My opinion still is the fact that I'd prefer the Belichick sucks. to leave. It just, I, I think twice about it if the player has actually seemed to want to play for him. Wow, you guys, you snip snapping sons of bitches we'll get back to that uh we'll be talking about uh jesus loving the patriots on uh christmas eve uh and his boy chad Ryland. chad Ryland must have done a lot of praying af- on the sideline after after that christmas eve night uh with that game winning kick uh a Derek white christmas in la uh, a little celtics talk we'll update on the celtics currently playing now as we speak and losing um that could to be <laughs> the Detroit Pistons, which <laughs> that's that, right. This could get interesting. Um, uh, the one I'm looking forward to here that I had to rewrite. Uh, we won't we won't get into why. Uh, biggest sports, uh, uh, biggest sports, Boston sports stories in 2023. We'll run down a list of those. Come up with the top five uh, as we tend to do. the 27 game losing streak to the Pistons. <laughs> they may there may be a we might have a we might have a. <laughs> Thanks, Bill, for bringing yeah. this up. Okay. No, nobody had ever talked about it until Bill brings it up. Yeah. Thanks, Queen. Uh, this or that with Chief Bobby and Simplest Minds of the Week. Some candidates there. Uh, this is the Simple Minds Sports Show, Friday Rewind, December 29th. Welcome to the show. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, it's been better. Sorry. Uh, if you're listening on uh, your preferred podcast platforms, uh, rate, subscribe, review, tell your friends, as always, tell your mothers. All right. So you boys have snip snapped your way, uh, your simple minds all the way back into Belichick. It's fine. Bring them back there. It's not bad. If he's got the team on his side, it's okay. We'll have a decent trap position. Eight, nine, seven. Doesn't matter. We'll get fucking somebody. We'll go spend the money, get all the best wide receivers, get all those tackles. Everyone still wants to play with Bill. It's all good. Let's finish strong. Zap daddy all the way. Zappy fever after the 26 to 23 win over the Broncos. Daddy. You Pussies. You mental, mental pussies. I didn't say I wanted him back. Calling for the fucking the Belichick head on a spike again. midway through the season. And now it's not that bad. Not the six picks, seven, eight, nine, whatever. What's the difference? What's the difference whether we pick a franchise changing wide receiver, left tackle, or, you know, a linebacker? What's the difference? No big deal. No biggie. No sweat. No big. Go, Zappy, go. Beat the Bills. Doesn't it show that just so Matt Jones sucked? Tank? 
Yeah, well, you snip snapped, you bitch tit. Yeah, you you were always no. You fucking Marty McFly. Look, your look, fucking look, bull- look your... you simple brain fools. I've been on your side the whole time. You were the ones calling for the head. I've been on the win, win, win. Do your best. Don't bring loser into this franchise. You were the ones. You were the snip snappers that said lose every fucking game. Get this guy out of here. I need a brand new program. Squash everyone. Murder everybody in the building and bring in a brand new thing. Ray snip snap three or four times throughout the season. That's his MO. His simple brain doesn't stay on one course very long. Bobby, I'm a little disappointed in you. They duped you into I didn't this. Say, Chad Rylands, Jesus, like, duped you happen. into this. Now I'm all hot. Go I ahead, still Bobby. want Belichick. I still think his time has passed because he he is going to be. It isn't just that he's the coach. He's also the guy that picks the players, and he's going to fuck that up. That's the problem. What would be so, cool for a player to come? How can you recruit a player to come play for New England next year? You could be a part of Belichick's career wins list right there. You'll be yeah. a part of history next year. And they'll be like, yeah, cool. Uh, I don't yeah. give a shit about that. What are they? They so will they- care. What are they, what is he behind? 16 behind now. So uh 15 next year, 14 if they beat the Bills. Bills yeah, and Jets, 13. 13 and 3 next or 13 and 4 next year. Yeah, they could do it. The tie would be 14 to win, wouldn't it? Yeah, and they would do that in the playoffs. That illustrious playoff drought that would be uh... the Bills next week. He's gonna yeah. fire a football right up Josh Allen's ass. All right, let's talk about how good they are and how good they they really look here. Uh the offense, uh 26 points, actually not 26 points. Take seven away from that because of uh, sack of the fumble. Um first, very first play of the game, Zappy takes a sack, fumbles it, learn turns into a touchdown for the Broncos. So so it, then they look good for a second, but that's yeah, they had the goal line stand. What? I think they didn't get the touchdown. They had a goal line stand. Yeah, you're right. They had a goal line stand. They still went down seven zero after that. Yeah. My my point yeah. is the very first. Oh, you're we're burying the very first play of the game. Christmas Eve, national television. Snap the ball. Hike. Yep. Fucking the the water is unleashed. No protection. Zappy's demolished. Fumbles the ball. Uh, Broncos get it for seemingly what was going to be seven points. Not a great start. But, but, that's, but that's the guy we're looking forward to. No, I'm just saying, like, well, when Mac Jones was in there, they would quit on him and be like, oh, this is how it's going to be the whole game. They would score three points. This team came well, back and they won it in the fourth quarter. I mean, come on. They, they did not quit. They haven't quit this year when Zappy's in there. They play through the whole 60 minutes, and it's nice to see. That's what I'm saying. It's nice to see this. It's, it's uh, And I also I think that Zappy listens to the show because he heard my take about how the Patriots are going to flop during the primetime games. And he's like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to win those two games. And he made me look like a fool. So well done, Zappy. Yep, good for you. Uh, they did turn it around with a couple uh, scoring drives. Uh, you had a Ryland field goal, uh, the Zeke hurdle for the touchdown. Uh, you had the missed field goal from Ryland, the Gasicki touchdown, which was, I don't know, maybe the best play of Bailey Zappi's career. Uh, all of it leading, and then the, the Broncos botched kick with the Cody Davis return for a touchdown. All of it in the third quarter. All of it leading to a 23-7 to lead going into the fourth quarter, um, where maybe they didn't quit, Raymond, but they certainly blew it, giving up the 23-7 uh, to lead to a 23-23 to tie with a little over two minutes left to go. But did the they best, quit? 
that great defense that we keep hearing about, that really, really good defense. But Russell Wilson, who's said, great quarterback, great quarterback. No, 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 great quarterback. Yeah, he's a great quarterback. In, in the fourth quarter, come back, you know, for three touchdowns to tie up the game. Yeah, good, good, pretty good. Yeah, pretty, really good, really good. Good defense there, not bad. It's a uh, mile high. You can't breathe out there. You've been out there. It's hard tired. to breathe. Hard, yeah, Let's your receive. oxygen levels are low. It's hard. You know, you've been fighting all your just breathing comes hard, you know. Dappy, uh Ryland also missed that that extra point, right? Like yeah, he missed four points. He left four points out there. That kid sucks. Whoa. Now, I say this before I get to the game winning uh field goal. And I was wa- you know, watching this game, watching it live. When he lined up for the 56 yarder, I it, it was going in. He wasn't going to miss that. There was just something about that. It's tie game. There's uh, there's what are you gonna what you've already missed two kicks horrendously. Like there's nothing to lose. And he fucking squared it up and would have been good from 64. I just had that in my brain and I thought that was going in. But I don't know if you heard his comments after the game and just the elation uh from this guy. This team is so soft. They're taking victory laps for this smallest shit. It's like, dude, you suck, man. Like you blow. You're the worst kicker in the league. By a mile, statistically, uh, uh, I test everything. You <laughs> suck. Probably single-handedly lost this team two games this year. Don't talk to me about just following through your process and just good to be out there. Da, 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 da. Fuck you, Chad Ryland. Just go fucking kick the ball. Make a thirty-seven yarder for once. That was the loudest doink I've ever seen. The next I've ever heard. From <laughs> it was pretty fight. loud. They got had a mic right on the top of that thing. He just pissed me off with his with his happy days attitude after the game with the game winner. I don't know. It aggravated me. But I knew I, I just knew it was going in. It was one of these nothing to lose, 23-23 tie, 56 yard, kick it as hard as you can. You got it. Mile high, air's thin, people are heaving. You think he's back next year? Yeah, they draft him in the fourth round. He's tied up for three more years. I mean, and Bell's coming back. So you know he's got to he's gotta keep that pick around and make it bring his boy back. Okay. And the punter still sucks too. God. That punt, yeah, that special team sucks. The most money they spend on special teams. They they have, don't they have the worst? They, they have the worst special teams unit again. Yes, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, that that punt he had, which is like a fifty-plus yard punt, that ended up being a touchback. It wasn't a great punt. The net was whatever it was, but he boomed it. And then there was a holding call or some stupid call on the Patriots because there always is a penalty on the Patriots special team. Was it a schooler? Probably. They made him kick it again, and the doofus. He uh, shanked it to the 50-yard line, which led to one of the uh, Broncos scoring again. Like, it, it's, uh, you know, I'm with you a little bit. It's good to see. We talked about it last week. It's fun to see functional football, but they're not a different team. They're just, we've talked about in other segments on the show, the league blows. The Broncos yeah. suck. What Russell Wilson sucks. Their defense is atrocious. That was not the Patriots uh, beating a decent team and having a good game. They, they were just playing to the level of competition throughout the rest of the league. It, There's just not a lot of good teams out there. What, what's interesting is the the actual statistics between Mac and Bailey Zappi are like relatively identical. Just the difference is, is that Zappi isn't just having these catastrophic meltdowns. He's just kind of keeping the team in the game, just basically giving – he's not even like he has good plays. He actually does make occasional plays. Like he's willing to, to do things that Mac wouldn't, 
but he just doesn't make the big fuck up and he just kind of keeps it playing down the field, just giving baseline quarterback play, keeping him in the game, literally basically just doing exactly what Belichick wanted, just keeping him in games. And, you know, if Bailey was here, they probably would be the the team that we thought they would be eight, nine wins, whatever the whole year. Yeah. The, um, whatever it was been, the four red zone picks from, from Mac Jones this year, pretty brutal. Um, but Zappy, I mean, Zappy does make some plays. Yeah. I know the only way uh, he is a cocky little shit. Cocky, like not even cocky, like cool cocky, just like giddy cocky. Like, oh my yeah. God, I'm doing it. Like, yeah. oh, I'm I out mean, here I... working. Yeah, <laughs> look at me. Look at me. Mom, mom, look it's, at me. He does. He actually believes he could be a starting quarterback in the NFL, which I mean, good for him. If you don't believe it, then nobody else is yeah, going to. Certainly not going to happen, but. Um, but yeah, like if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. But no, like I don't think it'll happen. No, and and again, you know, we, the the bar has been set so low this year to see any competent play. They scored 19 points. They didn't go out there and drop 30 on these guys. Uh, but he did have a, a, a you know a checkdown drive to get them in field goal position to win the game. Uh, so that's more than you can say about Mac Jones, and uh, they won the game. So positive vibes there, and good God that they have positive vibes. The Belichick conference, press conference after that game, just elated. I get it. It's Christmas Eve. Everyone's, you know, they get the win, fourth of the season. I get it. They're happy. They're excited. They they probably should be, and they're a dead team. They're not going anywhere. So bring some joy on the holiday. You know, it's just not what you're, you we're used to seeing, what you want to see from a Belichick team. Um, you know, in a win like that, you come out and say, "Yeah, we should have, you know, won that in the third quarter. We left a lot on the field." Blah 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 blah. We expect excellence, and they're celebrating mediocrity. It's annoying. Okay. Yeah, they beat a seven and seventeen. That's all that matter. They did uh, knock Russell Wilson, maybe out of the NFL. I don't know. Certainly out of Denver. He uh, was benched after that game. Um, and now rumored to be a uh, Patriots bridge option. If you want to touch on that, uh, we've kind of established you guys believe it's a, it's a good win. And I'm with you. I th- look, I think hindsight will really be the key in this. If they really do go out, even if they just beat the jets and the commanders and Arizona and whoever else is in that little group uh, continue to lose and the Patriots end up with that sixth pick you will look back on these games and go, they should have lost those games. They will. It it will at draft time. That will be your attitude. Now, when these kids, when these guys all get drafted and they come in and we see who's who and who's what, if the Patriots land that pick, then sure, it doesn't matter. But how much confidence do you have in them landing that pick? And I don't know college football well enough to understand if there's six good enough players to be franchise altering in this draft from everything I've read, heard, and listened to. No, you know, you're maybe, maybe there's four between left tackle, wide receiver, two quarterbacks, whoever's behind him. If it's Jaden Daniel, uh, Daniels, maybe he's still there. We can talk about that. But if they're in the sixth or seventh pick, Ray, you're going to not like the fact that they won these games at the end. And I, uh, you know, I've been for it. I'm with you. You, you should not tank on purpose. Um, you should continue to try and win, uh, but you can certainly do that in ways that will assure you lose by playing rookies and and things like that. Maybe they did this game, and the Broncos are just that bad. But um, I don't know. It's gonna it, it's gonna affect their rebuild. look at the Panthers though. Look at the Panthers though. They were the worst team last year. 
They got the first overall pick. They got Bryce Young, who thought they were going to be a game changer. And look at them now. They suck again. They had the worst team in the NFL once again. So getting that franchise quarterback that everyone says is going to be the guy doesn't alter your franchise and doesn't make you a guaranteed playoff win or playoff uh, team. So why are we going to keep sucking and get Caleb Williams or fucking Drake May? And then they just, we were right back here in three years. You know, that's, I just, if they're not the guys, I mean, why wouldn't you go out there and get like a Baker Mayfield or a Kirk Cousins? And then later on in the draft, you're not, you know, reaching for these guys. Well, what it what it does is not guarantee that your franchise moves, but it gives you a better percentage of finding that. And and look, I'll give Belichick this: if he does have the number three pick versus the number six pick, I don't think he is the type of guy to be afraid to take a guy who is projected at number eleven. He's not afraid to take him at three, where a lot of a lot of GMs are taking the the chalk there, so they don't get scrutinized. Belichick's not that guy, so it may work again. It, you know. Who knows? You're right. There's no guarantee in any of this. But if you're the number three pick versus the number eight pick, that percentage of game altering talent is less. It's just less. You just have a better chance of doing it at three if you have a good scouting department and if you do the due diligence and all. And if you're a decent franchise, look at the guys who have done it correctly. The Colts and Andrew Luck, the even, you know, the Chiefs moved up to the top 10 pick and picked the right guy. You know, there's a lot of teams that have made that pick correctly. The number one overall quarterback, no. Generally, that shit doesn't work because they're so bad of a franchise and so much is on the quarterback position. It doesn't work. Did you see, uh, did you hear what Caleb Williams already came out and said? What, again? Well, I don't know. What more did he say? What, what he he refuses to play for the Chicago Bears. He came out uh, either yesterday or today and he nope. said if, they're number one. He's not going. Well, yeah. I don't blame him. That that's that's the boneyard of quarterbacks in Chicago. So no, that's the one thing. What's the one country thing he said that I don't necessarily blame him. Anyway, Bobby, your take on uh, the you know the the draft implications of this win and if they continue to win, and then take it to the next part in that email there. Your preferred path of the rebuild. We've gone over this a couple times, but things are changing. Jaden Jaden Daniels is creeping up in the draft. The Patriots are moving back. What's your thought there? So yeah, with it with them winning, I can only help that. Uh, I mean, it sounds stupid, but that them like not tanking and playing to win, that they basically the football gods will will take kindly upon them, even if they get a higher pick, that whatever player that they end up with ends up being worth his salt. I I think put it this way: I think if what happens, I think if we end up with anything between five or higher. I think we're guaranteed to trade down. I think it's a guarantee that they will trade down and just get more players, which I'm not entirely opposed to because they have a lot of holes to fill. So I, I think if we get a lower towards top 10 pick, we're guaranteed looking at a, a trade down. I think if they're in that two to four range, then they'll take one of those guys. Um, as and, and as it is for strategy, it, it depends on who the coach is. I don't want a new quarterback with the bill belichick regime that won't work if it's bill belichick then i want to just get as many players and go bridge if we get a whole new regime then let's get a whole new quarterback and start start fresh so i guess that that's just kind of like what my uh caveat would be to that question raymond what's your uh preferred path for the rebuild here with the first couple picks in the draft free agency uh, offense, offensive tackle. You need to protect the quarterback, whoever that may be. 
get the best uh, left tackle on the board because Trent Brown is definitely not coming back next year. Because he's an he, asshole. He is an asshole. So, yeah, we got to protect the quarterback, uh, make sure he's standing up straight and clean jersey at end of games. Uh, for a set quarterback, I would want to go up for free agency or even a trade to get an established guy that you already have a resume on and not these kids that are coming up into the college ranks through the college ranks into the draft. So get someone that's established a free agent or trade for like a Baker Mayfield, Kirk cousins. Uh, there was another name. Oh, Gardner Minshew, maybe something like that just to come in here and still draft like third, fourth round, a quarterback, someone you can work on for like a year or two and let them learn the system. But yeah. I, I want someone that's been around. I think I'm close to you. I think I've settled on left tackle, franchise left tackle. Uh, J.J. McCarthy is the guy that's still down in the draft. That is, you know, the name that could be there early second round if you got to move up a couple in the late first round to get them. Uh, but I don't know. College football people come out and give me somebody else closer to that. Draft a guy later first round or early second round for quarterback. Sign yourself a Cousins, Bayfield, Minshew as your bridge and then go sign a shit ton of offensive pass catching talent and offensive uh, uh, line talent. Mm -hmm. Um, Get yourself another tackle. Awinu and Cole Strange and David Andrews. Now that the season's coming to an end, there's a lot of talk about David Andrews and how good he's been. There's no, I mean, he's older, he could fall off, but there's no reason to believe um, he can't be good again. Like your, your interior line play has potential to be okay, go pay a tackle and draft a tackle and draft another fucking tackle to solidify those ends. And I don't know, the offensive line has shown life here through through some stretches to be um, decent enough. Cole Strange going down hurts. The Mafia kid blows. Sal blows. The you know the guys that they drafted in the sixth round last year blow. Riley Reef blow. Right. So um, you got to share up that, but yeah, whether it's Mike Evans is a free agent, Pittman Jr. is a free agent, T. Higgins is a free agent, Calvin Ridley is a free agent. Um, there's guys out there, you know, pass catchers that you can pay for, and you got a shit ton of money. So that's my. You know, there's gonna be some. There'll be a disgruntled uh, wide receiver that wants out somewhere, and we have draft capital, so why not go get him? You know, why not try trade for some of these guys? Yeah. Yeah, if it makes sense. Um, but of course, again, oh, oh yeah, it makes sense. But it all comes down to. <laughs> Belichick, um, Belichick, Belichick, Belichick. Who's in charge of the board? Well, that's first. That's the first domino that's going to fall after the Jets game. You're going to find out real quick if Belichick coming back or not. It's such an important offseason. I think the team can be good next year with all of the resources they have. It's just whether or not what they do works or whether it's followed the path of their recent decisions. Yeah. I mean, it's all personnel, right? It, it's the reason I think Belichick has to go. He may not. Maybe they, maybe they work on a deal where uh, they understand it's his last year, and the personnel decisions are moved towards the guy that's going to be taking his place. Blah blah blah. I don't know. Real quick on JJ McCarthy, since you brought him up. Um, oh God, Bobby Boner over here. I, I... I've been wanting to talk about it. Obviously, I watch everything he played. To me, he looks like a prototypical Patriots quarterback based off of the 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 offense that they run. Why I would handsome? say go, just go go watch one of his go watch one of his highlights, and just w- watch like what his highlights look like versus Daniels or a Penix. You watch a Daniels or a Penix, you're gonna see him. They're running in wide open space with nobody around it, and then they're gonna throw it to a wide open receiver, and everyone's like, "This is awesome." Uh, at, at least when you, when you watch McCarthy, he's already used to 
playing in contested areas based off of how they run their offense. And he's, uh, he's, he's an athlete. He's good. I, I, I think he'd be a fit. He's just younger. He's actually only like 21 where the other guys are like 23. So you could call it potential or you could call it. He's not experienced. Isn't that kid from Oregon 25 already? Penix and Knicks are 25. Jaden yeah. Daniels is like 24. Um, I've watched some JJ uh, highlights and Jaden Dalen highlights. And guess what? It's all college football. They're all spread offenses. No one knows how to run shit. College football sucks. It blows. Uh, no one knows how to run a goddamn thing. So sure. Yeah. Bring him in. Set you that up for Bobby. Sit the 20 year old down uh, when he can have a beer, maybe give him a snap or two. Uh, yeah. And, you know, let the other white bread show him what's up. Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins is a perfect fit. He's just a guy that uh, knows how to oh, win. His foot doesn't games. fall off run a professional offense, uh, praise the Jesus, all the good stuff there. Uh, and then when it comes to crunch time, you know, he gets hurt and you can bring in the kid and have yourself a Bledsoe Brady situation. Cause you know, he'll get hurt. He's down. He's bound to get hurt. What yeah. is with his foot? Didn't he go down with a, uh, Achilles, Achilles. towards his Achilles. Did he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair enough. He's got to take the Aaron Rodgers juice. He'll be back in eight weeks. Yeah. It's <laughs> Yeah, they're out of they're out of the playoffs, so maybe next year he'll come back. Now. Well, you know, if you're asking Aaron Rodgers if he had his druthers, he wouldn't have been put on IR with two games left. The the team overrid him over mm-hmm. overrode those that uh, decision. You hear those rumors too that they're going to go get uh, Aaron Jones and fucking uh, Devontae Adams next year just for Aaron Rodgers. Sure, how the bring the whole Packers team over here? Why didn't he yeah. just stay with the fucking Packers? Exactly. It's like <laughs> fucking idiot. He's an asshole. Uh, speaking of assholes, let's throw over to the headlines with the <laughs> obvious one. Thank you there, Richard. The Patriots are 4-11 after a Christmas Eve miracle that saw rookie kicker Chad Ryland hit a 56-yard field goal with seven seconds left in Denver versus the Broncos. Next up, the Buffalo Bills. The Celtics are the best team in basketball after completing their West Coast trip and going 3-1. They finished the trip by beating the in-season champs, Los Angeles Lakers. They play host to the worst team in basketball, the 2-28 Detroit Pistons, as we record. The Bruins got back into action after the Christmas break, defeating the Buffalo Sabres 4-1. Next game is Saturday at home versus the Devils. The Red Sox have signed no one. And finally, on this day in 1984, Wayne Gretzky scores his NHL career 32nd hat trick and adds three assists in Edmonton's 6-3 win over Detroit Red Wings for his 100 point in just 35 games, second fastest in history. He recorded 100 points in 34 games in 1983. This has been headlines with the obvious one. Back to you, Richard. Thanks, handsome one. Uh, what was that fact you gave at the end? I was not paying attention. Um, uh, the whole thing. Uh, Wayne Gretzky, uh, second fastest to 100 points on December 29th. He had a his 32nd hat trick of the season in a 6-3 win against the Red Wings, I believe it was. And he did it the year before in 34 games. So, yeah, Wayne Gretzky was really good. Really, 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 really good. I don't fall in it. He was the second one to 100 points. 
second fest. Oh my god! Finally, on this day, nineteen eighty-four, Wayne Gretzky scores so his. Are you? You're just Ron Burgundy. This you haven't retained this information at all to repeat it. Well, yeah, I'm just trying to read it again so you understand. Because no, it's like I'm trying to explain it to you, don't fucking like understand it. it. You just think I'm fucking stupid. You just think I'm fucking dumb. The hockey guy was boring enough the first time. I don't need to hear it two more times. Jesus Christ! Yeah, read it again, Ray, word for word, just so we know. Actually, don't. Uh, a Derek White Christmas. The Celtics. Uh, and the Lakers, a 126 to 115 loss on Christmas Day, coming off domination over the Kings and the Clippers uh, after the Warriors lost on the West Coast Road Swing. They are 23 and 6 with the best record in the NBA. They are uh, the hardest, so far, has been the hardest schedule, number one in strength of schedule in the NBA. And this has been a meme that's been bouncing around the internet webs here the last couple of days. The second and third best records in the NBA. I don't even know if that's true. Aren't the Nuggets? Anyway, uh, Bucks. Uh, maybe this is just the East, second and third best records in the East. The Bucks have a 31st. No, the, Nuggets, stri- not. the Timberwolves are the best team in the West right now. Okay. Uh, well, either way, this let's just stick it to the East, and we'll look up the facts later. Uh, Bucks, they have the 31st strengths of schedule, so uh, easiest, second easiest. And the 76ers, with the third best record in the East, have the 30th strength of schedule. Uh, point here being... The Celtics have dominated over the league playing the hardest schedule and uh, their cohorts, their competition, uh, their number one chief rivals to get to the NBA finals in the Bucks and 76ers have the easiest, have had the easiest schedule to get their to their good record. Uh, does that matter to you at all? Just give me your 30 second uh, state of the union on the Boston Celtics as they come back off this West Coast road swing. Go ahead, Bobby. I don't feel like strength of schedule is a big thing, really, for NBA basketball at the beginning of the season. Teams aren't even really what they are yet. They're they're half trying. I mean, maybe you could look at it towards the end of the year. and But, uh, yeah, no, it doesn't mean too much to me. Uh, it means a lot to me because you're playing the tough teams first. And like you said, a lot of teams aren't trying right now, but you're getting the best of the best right now because you played the Oler to Magic, I believe, three times already. And that was a year Achilles heel. Uh, you're playing the Timberwolves already, who is the best in the West. Uh, but currently you're down 66-47 to the worst team in basketball. So this could change everything, right? Now. <laughs> um, yeah, we can get to that in a second. Yeah, I don't know how Joey much Mads I coaching his way out of that hole. Mm-hmm. Monty Williams, he's like, finally, I got Joey Maz coming up. I can break this. I know what to do here. You know what halftime Joey Maz is saying right now? Boys, just go out there and chuck threes as much as you can. So They're I'm not fall. watching the game. Is, is he just having the five piston defenders stand at the three-point line and they're unaware of how to break that, that press? Probably. The That's Celtics probably what's are happening. Celtics are shooting extremely poorly. They gave up 63 points at halftime to the Pistons. Um Look, if you ask me about the Celtics team, and it's um, blown the same horn here all season because it's really the only story, it's the only measuring stick for the Celtics team is their ability to uh, is their ability to play to their potential every single night, and they can't. They have yet to fucking prove it. Tonight is another glaring example. You come off a road trip where you get heat from losing to the Warriors, an inferior team, and then you go dominate the rest of the three games because you feel the pressure. Now you come home um, where the the whole sport, sports world has seemingly caught on to the fact that the Pistons have the the Arizona Diamondbacks have won more recently than the De- Detroit Pistons, twenty seven losses in a row, two wins in the entire season, and you come out and lay a goddamn egg with no energy and poor shooting. Uh, after Christmas because it's the Pistons and you just think, 
they're going to give us the win because we're the Boston Celtics and they're the Detroit Pistons. And yet again, that's not the fucking case. It's the only it's the only measuring stick that this team has to answer. Like, can you have championship medal night after night to prove that you're here for the right reasons? They keep saying all the right things, but they never do it. They're going to lose this game. I mean, they're it's 66 to 49 on 17 points um, a minute into the third quarter. Historically, they don't play well in the third quarter either. No. No, they, and Tatum's the only one scoring right now. He has 18 points. Everyone else, single digits. Great segue to my next point. And this was going to be uh, more of a fun little topic here. Uh, but now that they're losing, we have to ask the real question. On And I'm going to phrase it on the quote, air quotes, it, the it factor, the the, the dog, the fight, the winner, the, the winning mentality, the just that. That winning thing, that Kobe Bryant thing, that you could will your team to a win when everything was going wrong. Who on this team has it the most, do you think? Tatum. Go ahead. I think it's Jason Tatum. You're seeing it now. He's pretty much trying to take the team on his back. He's the only one scoring. He's the only one probably driving to the hole. I'm not watching the game because I can't do two things at once because I'm uh, slow and obviously uh, the dumb one here. So I can't do that. But, yeah, I think it's Jason Tatum. He's the one. Yeah, thank you. But I think he's the one that carries it on his back. That was his mentor or idol growing up. So, yeah, he definitely has that Mamba mentality in him to take it over. Yeah, I mean, Tatum was great at doing it on like a game on a random Thursday night in December. But, I mean, we've seen that there have been times in the playoffs where he can't do it. There's been times in other moments when he has. Um, I mean, you could say Drew Holiday is possible. He's, he's got the championship medal. Other than that, um, I don't know. It's Derek White. Derek White. Mm. Derek White is the guy. Derek the White's the segment. guy. They should have known. Fuck. The game yeah, six. Fuck. The game Fuck. six winner in the Heat le- uh, in Miami last year. Derek's White. The Derek White's the guy that hits the open three in the corner in the fourth quarter when you need to bury a team. Derek White's the guy that slows it down, gets an easy, gets an easy bucket in transition when the game seems to be slipping away. He's the guy that has it. Now. Tatum's close because although Tatum, it seems like he comes up short, you know, in game sevens and, you know, Miami got hurt and in the Warriors finals, you know, it seemed like uh, everything's a little bit too big for him. But look, he's the guy. I mean, he's a top five player in the NBA. He's seeing all the defense. He had a game six performance against the 76ers to get him to a game seven to win that series last year. He had a game six against the Bucks in the finals year to get them to a game seven to win. Um you know, that that year where Grant Williams goes off. So he hasn't had that game seven performance, but he's had two monster game six performances when they needed him to. But those are two different things. And that's why Tatum doesn't get my vote. A game six with your back up against the wall and nothing to lose is not the same as a closeout game in game seven. They're the hardest game to win in every sport, specifically in basketball. He did sprain his ankle. Something in me tells me if Kobe Bryant sprained his ankle like that, he would have dropped 40, and they would have won. Kobe Bryant's dead. <laughs> Paul Pierce shit his pants in a wheelchair and came out and dropped 40, and they won. I like that better. Michael Jordan, <laughs> flu game. Just, I know these are the best of the best, but that's so what, what Tatum's, today? That's what Tatum's you know, echelon is, the best of the best, and he's going for the championship. I, don't, I get he sprained his ankle. I get it was really bad. But it's it's called adrenaline, baby. Like you can do some things on that, unless you're Mac Jones. Get out there, 
and drop 40 and win that game. He was not, it wasn't he was ineffective in that game seven on the sprained ankle. He was a negative. He was you more hurting the team. Useless. And speaking again, it's certainly not Jalen Brown. I know he acts all tough and he puts out his chest and flexes his arm. He has big dunks, but that dude chokes harder than anybody in big spots when the defense keys in on him. And I'm not saying Derek White, if he was the number one option on a team, would be Jason Tatum. I'm just saying in those, we all know what that it is. In those positions, if you pass that ball to uh, Peyton Pritchard with 30 seconds left in a pair, he's not making it. Derek White is. If you, I don't know if Jason Tatum's making it in open corner three with 30 seconds left to win a game. I don't think Jalen Brown is. You know, it, you know, maybe Drew, maybe Holiday because he's been there and he just things slow down for these. Porzingis will bury it like a Nick Folk field goal. Porzingis might. He's he's Latvian. He's seen some shit. The, just in those <laughs> moments, in those moments, it you could t- for Tatum and Brown, the game speeds up and you can see it on the court. In those moments for Derek White, the game slows down. And that's a one of the defining moments in the it factor. So that's my case for, for Mr. White. Here's another guy that's shown an it factor. Another game seven performer, Mr. Kelly. Oh, no, 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 no. Game seven. Terrible segue. Game Terrible seven. Se- Terrible segue. That was one of the best game sevens ever played by an individual. Uh, 2000, was that 2017? Uh, Kelly Olenek. Jesus Christ, game that was a lot long ago. Um, I think it was 2017. Anyway, he's the biggest name in the Celtics trade rumor. Trade rumors are starting to ramp up here. Everyone believes they need the uh, Celtics need one more piece on the bench, specifically uh big man, uh, potentially wing. Uh, looks like this, uh, these rumor mills are trying to combine them both here with a, a Kelly Olinick. However, everything that I've read, you got to match it. So he's making 12.3 million. The Celtics got to get somewhere close to that 11 plus. Um, and they would have to include some type of talent. Uh, and in this case, the only other talent past their top six are Pritchard and, and, and Hauser. So one of those guys would have to go, plus some young talent, Jordan Walsh, plus whatever salary filler. And I'm not willing to do that right now for the best record in the NBA. Pritchard and, and Hauser have uh, been complimentary in their roles. Olenek shooting 41, 42% from three but only scoring eight points a game in 22 minutes. I, I get that on paper he kind of fits and and he can fill a big man role. I'm out. I don't want fucking Kelly Olenek. I don't either. Anyone else but Kelly Olenek. Give me any, any, uh, anyone. <laughs> anyone. He's like your Cam Newton. That's how I feel about Kelly Olenek. Ooh, not a fan. that's strong. Not, I'm not a fan of Kelly Olenek. Never have been. I hate the fucking hair where he wears it up sometimes for away games and down for home games. It just, he annoys me. He is just one of those guys that, uh, I don't know, just something about his face. He has that punchable face. Certainly does. Uh, He's uh, an ugly guy, yeah. Was it Ubre? Didn't Ubre punch him in the face? Mm-hmm. On the Wizards? Wait, he um, wears his hair differently for away and home games? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, any any positivity I had towards the Olympic deal, I'm out. Good. Bobby? Glad I fucking swayed you. <laughs> Yay or nay on Olenek, Bobby? That's a nay. Okay. Uh, we've been talking about it. The Pistons set a uh, losing record for the NBA, 27 straight, um, but are currently beating the Celtics by 12. Celtics They're are coming back, baby! Clawing their it. way back in it, baby. Now, if the, if the skeptic in me and just the, the hater in me wants to see the Celtic team lose to prove my point that they 
play to their competition. They're going to win. And it's going to be Jason Tatum open corner three to win the fucking game. Well, the other the other is. side of me, uh, the just a full-on legitimate just fucking asshole prick, would yeah. love to see the Celtics just tear the heart out of the Pistons in the last with a last second shot to get them 28 losses in a row. What would be the point of keeping everyone there? Like, why wouldn't you go out and get something or someone? I mean, I don't know. How do you lose 27 games in a row in basketball? That's really are they is Bronny coming out next year? Is that the whole thing you're trying to tank to get Bronny? He blows. Well, Man. shit, but he that gives you he's got a LeBron. shitty heart. Yeah. <laughs> he's got he's the tin band. His heart, yeah, his heart is it's not working optimally. Do you, think, Wait, do you think um if a franchise gets Bronny um and then LeBron goes there, if he's LeBron will be 40 in two years? What's LeBron now? 38, 37? So, he's 38, 39, he'll be 39. Mm, so tomorrow. a 40-year-old LeBron goes to X shitty franchise because his son's there. Does he still have the weight to bring uh, top echelon talent to produce a championship caliber team? Like, yep. at that point, is it just Durant going, I'll come with you, a 37-year-old Durant and a 57-year-old Chris Paul? Like, does he have the sway to pull uh, Jalen Brown out of the Celtics to go play for name your shit franchise? Uh, yes, because the NBA is fixed, just like wrestling. As you can see, the in-season tournament MVP was LeBron. They had the easiest schedule to get to the in-season tournament uh, finals. They beat shitty teams, and they had always that stupid banner. Uh, kids growing up idolize this guy like we idolize Michael Jordan. So, yes, he does have that sway. Anyone will go dumb. play for him. Yeah, they're dumb, but I think they'd go play for him or with you him. You don't think so, Bobby? No, like if he goes to the Pistons, like if he goes to like really like one of those like 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 a Pistons or like a Kings or some shitty team that all the other players could be like, all right, yeah, LeBron, like okay, come on, man, like really, I don't want to play with your kid. He looks like kind of cunty. I don't really want to do this. Like <laughs> I'm gonna stay here. Sorry, but you also have to understand. Yes, his son's cunty, but everyone else in the league is also cunty. It would go play with him. I don't so know. Right now, your your worst teams in the league. Oh, you know what I saw this the other day? Over uh, twelve hundred games, the Atlanta Hawks are six hundred and six hundred, no, like the average five hundred franchise. They're average. Anyway, your your worst teams in the league right now: the uh, Washington Wizards, the Pistons, of course, the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, in the West, you're talking about the Trailblazers or the Spurs, like if the Spurs. Get Bronny and Pop still there. That'd be a fun team to watch with Wembenyama. That skinny little bitch. Maybe Bron can put some weight on him with that HGH that he takes. I don't know. I'd like to see it, and I'd like to see it fail miserably. I'd like to see, you know, the Wizards take him, and then you know all all these old heads follow Bron to Washington. Bronny is the fifteenth man on the bench. And a forty-year-old LeBron follows in forty-year-old Jordan's footsteps, and you know gets a first-round lambasting from fucking Celtics or something. And then the new Allen Iverson will show up and cross him up and like <laughs> put him on an and one mixtape. I heard also that the Wizards might be moving to Virginia, so that'd be a nice little uh, marketing thing for him to sell some. T- the Virginia are- Wizards. They're moving the arena uh, out of DC. It'll no longer be there, and uh, so long to Chinatown. In uh, 7th Street there in D.C. 
So hmm. catch your last Wizards games at, I don't know if it's Capital One or Verizon. Was it going to be in Arlington? I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure exactly where they're going to put it yet. But uh. I think that's a done deal. Uh, well, there you go, boys. There's a little uh, basketball talk, a little hoops talk for you. Uh, Celtics are making a comeback, only down seven now. They've suck it, Richard. Whoa, Joey Mass doesn't have. go out easy like that. Okay, fuck you, Detroit. <laughs> Look at the snip snapping Bobby. He's the new fucking Bill with his snip snaps. <laughs> Joey Mass can't light his own fucking candles with a fart, and uh, <laughs> and now you know can't hold him down in the third quarter. Best third quarter basketball team in the NBA. That's what I've always said. <laughs> that's what i've always said what is that gap what are they down uh 60 they're almost down 20 now they're down seven in six minutes who's uh scoring who's who's leading that now i'm not too sure i'll been, tell you in two seconds and close enough oh porzingis is going off now porzingis got 15 tatum 21 leading oh, the way pope pope porzingis pope 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 porzingis all right uh quick break we'll be back with uh boston's biggest sports stories of 2023 Porzingis has been really good. Oh, you got HBO Net Max? It's just called Max. Oh. You got Max? Yeah. Uh, there's a show on there, Boston Murder or something like that. Uh, hold on, I'm trying to find the real name of it. This is another real... Uh... <coughs> oh, is this, is this what's in your Quay? Yeah. This is impromptu what's in my Quay. Oh, this, this falls right in line with the Langevin Quay. Like murder, like a true, life, true crime murder mystery. Murder in Boston is called on Max. Check it out. You've three, seen uh, every three. single one of these programs. I, I is it like a mayor of East Town sort of thing? No, it's about uh, a murder that happened in the early '90s in Boston, and but it talks about like how racist Boston was. Like you couldn't, like white people couldn't go to like Roxbury or uh, Dorchester and shit like that. And it brings like the whole race uh, war that was in Boston in the '70s, and how it's pretty good. Just check it out. Check it out. Really likes the true stories. True story in Berlin. I finished Painkiller. And? Yeah. I mean... When he ODs on the, the fucking truck? So sad. Like, I was just very right. sad. Today. Oh, oh it's that, okay. That, I get him confused because there's, like, two or three different ones out there. Yeah, Painkiller the is the, the, sh- the miniseries Matthew Broderick about the... Uh, yeah. Pharma. That's yeah. the one that's, like, a little bit more, like, sensationalized. Then there's the one on Hulu, which is, like, not quite as... Oh, is the one on Hulu, too? There's another yeah. one on Hulu. It's called uh, Dope Sick. Yeah, but it's like the same uh, thing where literally the same show. The same story. Yeah. Just like Firefest. Remember when movie. they had remember when they had Firefest? And then Netflix had one and Hulu had one. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. the Netflix one better. Okay. Um, well, there you go. There's a little Quay talk. And the Celtics are down one. <laughs> Celtics are down one with 440 to go. What a comeback. The Celtics are Five minutes ago, I said they were going to lose this game. The Celtics are going to win this game by 20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Statement statement victory. Yeah, other than this game uh, and the biggest stories of the, of 2023, let's do a little roundtable talk. You got your uh, your ledger, Raymond? I'm going to try and pull our top five out of this, okay? 
I'm going to run it. down the list and get some uh, get some thoughts from you on the uh, on the stories we've got here. Uh, number one in my heart and head, uh, I know it's not over yet. However, the potential end of Bill Belichick in New England for me has been the number one story in Boston sports this year. I'm in agreement. I'm going to cross that off the list, but uh, two against one, I lose. You cross it off the list. He's not gone. It's not going to happen this year. The speculation alone have driven headlines more than anything that has happened all year. Okay. You, it's you still the me. story, the potential end of Belichick in New England. I get it because 20 years. Yeah. Okay. I'll give it. Yeah. And you 24 years. 30 years. And you tie that into, um, you know, how bad the team has been and his like demise as a coach. And can he do it anymore? Um, all of that is wrapped into his potential and, uh, should be end in New England. Biggest story of the year. He's the greatest yeah. coach of all time. They're going to have to kick him out because he sucks. Or will they? Or will they? Ooh, okay. Exactly. Add to the story. Sold. Sold. Okay. I like it. Uh, someone in uh, conjunction with that, connection to that, is the Mac Jones blows story. Uh, this kid went from a promising rookie season, a 15th overall pick. Uh, Pro to uh, thank you, Pro Bowler, uh, to completely losing his mind uh, on the field, off the field, crying, uh, just cannot operate uh, in the NFL anymore. Um, if if Belichick's story wasn't there, this would be this might be the biggest story. Your starting quarterback, first overall, first overall pick, fifteenth overall pick, quarterback, just mentally breaking down. I mean, uh, can't even operate. I I think that you're just using it because memory, you know, you're not thinking back the summer of the heartbreak that we went through. So like, this is fresh in our minds right now. Mac Jones is just going out there and sucking this year. So it's December where it's fresh in our minds, but there's some other stories that I think deserve to be on the top five. And this one, I don't think gets there. I'm with you. These are not in order from here. These are just, well, I know. I know. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I just don't think that he will hold up to the rest of the list. I think Mac Jones blowing a lot of people knew that. Uh, going into this season so yeah i mean old news yeah for yeah i mean you're right probably doesn't live in the top five but him blowing is not even the story him like the complete collapse the mental collapse the just destruction of mental brain capacity fragility was in there the fragility of one mac jones um is certainly a story i don't know if the number one story sorry i'm getting distracted Um, what's the score 77 76 celtics who are in the bonus with four minutes left in the third quarter. <laughs> uh, next on the list, the Celtics. Here we are. They go down 0-3 uh, to the Heat. Kind of forget that part because they fought all the way back to bring it to a Game 7 at home, only to co- completely collapse, uh, which we kind of touched on in the last segment. Uh, the Celtics losing to the Heat after dropping 0-3, losing Game 7. Kind of the like the worst way you could possibly do it. The disappointment of getting down 0-3 uh, to an 8 seed and then crawling all the way back only to be uh, kicked out on your own floor. Rough. So to me, this is one or two. This is the top story. This is probably, probably the, the one could be one, a one B kind of thing, but yeah, it definitely deserves to be up there. That was the biggest story. Uh, it, you had all the emotions from fucking going down. Oh, three, what are you going to do? You got to fucking get rid of, you got to give Jalen that max deal. He doesn't deserve to be here kind of thing. And then they come all the way back to lose to Michael Jordan's son in game seven. And it's just, yeah, 
Yeah, the only thing that still puts Belichick ahead for me is because if you go back before, Belichick going into the season had two more years in New England. He was going to break John Shula's record. They weren't going to be great. Maybe they'd fight to the playoffs, but he would get his record in New England, and then we'll see where we go from there. No one saw 4-11. and That is nuts. It's forcing the hand. It's forcing the, the plan in a different direction. Me and a lot of people had a little thought that Jimmy Butler was going to punk these Celtics one way or another. I, people were afraid of of the heat, especially after what the Celtics looked like against the 76ers playing down in the competition again. So there was still a little inkling that, yeah, they could definitely lose to the heat. They certainly can. Not in that fashion, but it was still a possibility. Belichick going 4-11 and and getting ousted, um, not by his own uh, accord, no one saw that coming. Uh, no one else saw this really coming. I saw it. I, I I wanted it, Ray. We wanted it years ago. The Celtics finally move on from Marcus Smart after that loss. They move on from the uh, heart and soul of the Boston Celtics, and they load up uh, in dramatic fashion, first trading Smart at the 11th hour of the deadline to get Christoph Porzingis uh, in here. And then after the Blazers make the Damian Lillard trade, Drew Holiday uh, exits Milwaukee. Celtics uh, swoop in and bring Drew Holiday in to completely load up as the uh, best team in the NBA. Um, pretty monster story in the offseason. Mm. I think it's fridge five. Yeah, right on the cups. Right on the cups. Right on the cups. Uh, from there, we move to hockey. The Bruins set the regular season NHL record for points, uh, set that record in Buffalo at the end of the year, only to go into the first round and lose in seven to the uh, Panthers, Florida Panthers, who went on to win uh, or win the East, um, to the Florida Panthers in a Game 7 in which they had the lead with 50 seconds left. Uh, another choking performance, the best record, best points, most points in NHL history regular season. Uh, that team loses in the first round uh, to the Florida Panthers. Two or three. Uh, it's a big story. You're the best team. You had everyone going just to be uh, beaten by a team that has no ice in the Florida Panthers. Epic choke jobs deserve top five. Mm -hmm. And Bobby Bruins are the uh, local hockey team. And hockey is a sport that's played on ice with sticks and pucks. And that makes also, sense. I would, yeah, that makes sense. Also, Bobby, speaking of choke jobs, does your mother deserve to be on the top five then? The Red Sox continue their slide as a non-spending last place finishing team. Uh, that uh, has gone nowhere uh, since the last time they uh, took the field till now. Um, <laughs> Uh, John Henry completely driving this franchise into the dirt. This once proud franchise. Let uh, me stop you. Fuck the Red Sox. They don't deserve to be on this fucking list. Fuck them. They should move the team out of this fucking New England. Fuck them. Okay. I uh, concur Tom, with Raymond. Tom Brady retires. That's big. Because that's our childhood right there. That's again, like the. I should say again. Yeah. I, I, that's top Officially. five. That's top five. No. I agree. Not not the not the second retirement. Not type five. We I mean, did it on a cell phone at a, at a shitty Tampa Beach. Uh, I'm not. I'm not agreeing with you there. No, it didn't get the first time. Sure, sure, sure. He didn't say anything about the Patriots fans. Sure, sure. fuck that. He came back and he fucking lit the lighthouse and did the thing for the lighthouse. Thank Whatever you. the fuck they do it now. Yeah, he looked. Uh, last one on my list here is uh, Saint Patrice Bergeron retires after that game seven collapse again. Top five. I'd put it in. Whatever. You got, yeah. you got seven top fives. Is that five. the guy that hit his wife? No, I don't. I no. don't have seven top fives. 
No, that was uh, Lucic. That was uh, Lucic. Um, all right, Ray. It seems like you've got your top five. Let me just let me just think about this here. I, mean, I think I'm with you guys mostly. Um, Belichick number one. I think Celtics losing is number two. Yep. Um, I think Bruins losing is number three. Correct. I think Mac Jones is number four, nope. and I think, nope. um, and I think well, the Bruins. I mean, you got two Celtics here. Um, I think uh, I think the Celtics, because of the nature of the sport, loading up is number five. I think they may feel it twice. Yeah, I don't think uh, I agree with that, but I don't think Mac Jones deserves to be on this list. It's either Tom Brady or Bergeron retiring that gets that four spot. Bobby? Well, it's definitely not Bergeron. So... All right, so Tom Brady it is. Tom Brady retiring gets number four. <laughs> no one gave a shit about Brady retiring the second time. We, everyone you. knew it was coming. Fuck you, no we didn't. Cared. I cared. He cared. No I cared. We were talking about how bad Mac Jones was for months. Months. He's the reason Belichick is potentially going to be kicked out of town. Bobby and I knew this all along. You were the one that had the news break that you finally came to it's realization about that you. that kid fucking blowed. It's not necessarily Blows. even about you. Blows. It was the bigger story than Tom Brady retiring. Fact. Fact. Tom Brady retiring was not a bigger story than Mac Jones collapsing and puking within himself. No way. No fucking way. Bobby's the deciding factor, Bobby. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Mac. <laughs> Bobby. Just because I made it fun of your mother choking on my cock. You have to fucking put Mac in here. <laughs> uh, speaking of choking on cocks, uh, let's move it out. That was, that was great, Ray. Uh, sorry, the segue. A little early on the segue there. Uh, can you give us uh, our official top five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, three Boston sports stories. Uh, at number one, we have the Bill Belichick, the end of Belichick in New England. At number two, the Celtics go down in 0-3, lose in game seven to the Heat. Uh, number three, we have the Bruins set regulars NHL season record and then lose in the first round. Uh, number four, Mac Jones sucks. We all knew it except for Rich. And number five, the Celtics blow it up, move on from Marcus Smart, and load up in the offseason. There you go. Speaking of loads and up, raise ass. Let's... Uh... You know, quick break here and come back with this or that with Chief Bobby. Tie game. So the Pistons going into the fourth floor. Definitely pull this one. They're definitely going to pull this one out. <laughs> you think? Mm-hmm. All right, Bobby, over to you. Okay. Zappy QB from day one this whole year. More likely the team goes 6 and 11 or 11 and 6. 6 and 11. 6 and 11. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really. believe Zappy would pull it out? No. Not really close. Yeah, no, he wouldn't. It's 6 and 11. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's General Sal chicken or fried chicken? Fried chicken? Really? That's the I way like you a, go for I, plain old fried chicken over a good old-fashioned General Sal? I hate Chinese food. So, yes, any day of the week, give me that fried chicken. Now, when my wife and I were blazed out of our minds today, we uh, we walked out of this shitty movie because it was so bad and I was falling asleep. And what was it? What was the movie? Uh, poor, poor things? Poor, poor something? Yeah, it was a uh, artsy fartsy stupid fucking movie. Um, 
artsy, artsy. And we were very high, and we ordered many, many, many foods, and then left. And uh, we I, we had nothing to do, so we sat at a bar, and I ran through these with her. And her question was, is this any fried chicken, or does it have to be like uh, on the bone, regular fried chicken in a bucket? Or could it be in a sandwich, or maybe a fried chicken uh, nugget? Tender. What I was thinking was your traditional fried chicken of how it's like a chicken fried breast or like a thigh. So it could have bone in it or not, but just that traditional, th- uh, like a uh, crusted fried chicken, like without like a sauce on it. Got it. And of course the general salad is coming with the rice with the noodle. It's the dish. Yeah. The whole, the whole thing. Right. Uh, fried chicken. Yeah, I think a good fried chicken is better than that. I mean, I don't know if there is a good General Sao chicken. It just tastes like something that's good when you're drunk. In the moment, General Sao takes it over fried chicken, but as a as a as a rule, yeah. it's fried. Mm. Yep. Toilet cover close completely or cover up, seat down. This one, this one's pretty good. <laughs> Does, do you, you understand it, Ray? Because you've never uh, taken any you know type of effort to protect your butthole hygiene. If you all, you just you've never used one of these, or you understand where we're coming from here. What the fuck are you talking about? You to me or the uh, question? The no, question. I, I thought that you would. This yeah. would be near and dear to your heart as a plumber. No, what are, what are you talking about? So it's plastic or uh, paper. Oh, those plastic. things clog toilets. No, fuck that thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, those things. <laughs> Those things are bad. Don't do, no fuck those. The, the professional opinion. Don't use those. Yeah, uh, don't use those. That's not what the question is. The question is, if you're forced to use it, do you punch out the center so it kind of flaps down there, or do you keep it and let the business do the do the flopping? Here, here's a fun fact. I've never used one, so I don't know. This is this is your question. Fucking hypothetically, what would your answer be? Punch it out. I'm interested to hear Bobby's take on this. Punch it. Yeah, you have to punch it. But uh, Ingrid's response was obviously punch it. And I said, you don't just let like the poop knock it down. She goes, well, what if it doesn't? And I immediately thought of Bobby's little dainty rabbit shits just kind of like collecting. <laughs> just collecting in the fucking sack. <laughs> Stewing up into his grundle. <laughs> Saturating it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, punch it out. You can't have that happening. You know? 80, 88, 84 uh, Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Very nice. So, Richard's mind in Tom Brady's body, or Tom Brady's mind in Richard's body? Tom Brady's mind in Richard's body. Ooh. Yeah. This is, this That's is the only answer. That's the only answer. No, well... This is if you look at it this way. I mean, Tom, Tom Brady's mind and Richard's body. He's he's just like Drew Brees because he just has a slightly weaker body, hey. so he just has a little bit lesser accomplishments. Rich and Tom Brady's body is the same fucking guy. There's mm-hmm. no difference. He's the same fucking guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna go Rich and Brady's body. Mm-hmm. He's just a taller. That's it. <laughs> so, what's Brady? Six five, six four. Yeah, six, six five. Six. Like. 240, something like that. Yeah. yeah. He's a giant. He's a little, I think I'm bigger than Drew Brees. Drew Brees was like six feet, wasn't he? I don't know. That was my concern. 6'2, 6'1, 6'2. Drew Brees is not 6'2. I mean, he's six foot, like, he's probably listed at six foot, maybe 6'1, like 205. He's probably 5'11, 190, mm. 195. He's a little guy. 
Six he foot. Be- he's a he's a giant. He's six feet. He had a peek over the line. Um, yeah, yeah. You gotta I'm go Brady six four. You gotta go Brady and and uh. Wait, what did you say? Sir? Tom Brady's mind in your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my wife said me and Brady's body, but that was a selfish act on her part. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, because she'd be like, "Oh my god." Yeah, from the sexual side of things. But then she yeah. immediately went, oh, but then... She's like, hold on, bigger dong? Yep. <laughs> think Brady's got a big wang? I it's average. I would, I would imagine even if it's average, it would be proportional. Yeah, probably just, probably fine, you know? Especially that thing's nice and girthy. I mean, it's probably manicured pretty well, but I don't know. You think he got, like, laser hair removal and, like, has a cool design for pubic region? He was married to Giselle for 10 years. Mm. What do you think the design is? Lombardi Trophy? <laughs> no, it's T- the TB12 logo, obviously. Oh, good call. Good call. That was fun. Go ahead. Next. Lead singer in a band or star athlete? Star athlete. Athlete for me. I know this. who this was going to be hard for. Well, it's all about the longevity and income, right? So... When you say star athlete, there needs to be a little parameters. Are you like LeBron star or just like average star? That's a short lifespan, a lot of injuries, uh, not a lot, depending on the sports and CTE situations going after that. You know, or athlete or lead singer. STDs, groupies, drug overdoses, alcoholism. Yeah, I'm into that. I'll go lead. I'll go uh, lead singer. <laughs> Give me the rock and roll lifestyle. Tuna sandwich or egg salad? Tuna sandwich. Give me a tuna sandwich. Yeah, tuna. Has anyone had an egg salad? That's like probably Bobby. Very... That's probably Bobby. I can see Bobby eating that Give every me day. Give egg salad sandwich. Mm-hmm. Fuck tuna. Oh, God. Egg salad. What are you? Egg a salad sandwich. If I know it's made freshly, that's what I want. I literally couldn't even make you an egg salad sandwich. What do you just dump some eggs and lettuce? What the fuck is an egg salad sandwich? <laughs> It's a boiled egg cut up in mayo. I'm out. Then that's it. Boiled eggs can suck a dick in uh no. You don't like mayo either, do you? Me? Yeah. Love it. <laughs> I, mm, I love me. I love, I love, I love mayo. mayo. Yeah. Extra mayo. Yeah. Another Especially one that on likes Italian. extra mayo. Right. On Italian. Yeah. yeah, extra mayo on Italian. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not an Italian, then. Thank you. Fuck next one. Thank you, Bobby. Next one. Thank next you, one, Bobby. Hold on. Let's just pause at this real, real No, quick. next one, Bobby. Let's just pause real up. quick. An Italian sandwich with mayo is not an Italian sandwich. No, that's like saline. It's just like a ham sandwich with, with it's mayo. A cold, it's a cold cut. It's a cold cut yeah. combo. Um, yeah. You need the peppers and the onions and the fucking sauce. Well, yeah, oil. it's just it's just the oil and the uh, peppercini, whatever. Yeah, all that. Thank you. I like an American sub with like just a cold cut sub. However, the cold cuts in an Italian are just better than ham and bologna and bullshit. So oh, yeah, I get, I get the Italian, sandwich. hold the peppers and nonsense, little lettuce, and extra mayo. Boom. There it is. Not an Italian. <laughs> Ray believes that it is. Ray's dumb. Yep. Next one. Speaking of dumb, Ray's mind in Kyrie Irving's body. Or Kyrie's mind and Ray's body. This one, this one makes me. This is like my Looney Tunes where my fucking head explodes. You guys both make me so mad. Both make me so 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 mad. 
Um, I would have to go Kyrie's. No, no, oh, it's no. my mind and Kyrie's body. Come on, hundred percent. That that is the that's answer, the answer. 100%. No, he'd be lovable. No. He'd be because lovable. Then at least then at least that player would be focused on NBA basketball. You would player. He'd just be a fucking asshole with a lot of dumb fucking thoughts. He'd be a fat Kyrie Irving. He'd be a dumb fat white Kyrie Irving. That would suck. That would suck. And lovable and lovable. No, I'm going double him, double down in the hate here. I'm putting Kyrie's mind <laughs> and your body. So he be- still believes that he's this uh, superior being and professional athlete. Then he looks down and he goes, God <laughs> fucking damn it. And he hates himself and I hate him double time, his head and everything else about him. I want Ray and Kyrie's body looking down, playing around with his now massive hog that he never had <laughs> and just deal dealing with whatever comes his way. Do you think Ray's mind and Kyrie's uh, physical tools could be an NBA player? Yeah, I agree that Ray wouldn't have the mental fortitude to get there, but maybe there'd be some cool street videos. You have like a YouTube channel, maybe? Yeah, it's called Bang Bus, and your mothers would be in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I changed my vote. Ray's mind and Kyrie's body. <laughs> Yeah, very good. Niagara Falls or Mount Rushmore? <laughs> Never been to Mount Rushmore. Me either. Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. Canadian side. Yeah. Niagara Falls. Knuckleball pitcher or NFL kicker? NFL kicker. Yeah. Knuckleball pitchers are dumb. NFL Is it a career? Yeah. yeah. Which career do you want? Um, Knuckleball pitcher. It's like 25 years. Guaranteed money. Kickers, kickers go forever, too. Nick Folk, Warren Anderson, Hall of Famer, Barry and field goals still. Kickers are up. Justin Tucker, Diamond doesn't. Hmm. Really? Tell Chad Ryland that. <laughs> he's gonna. He's about to find out. <laughs> Give me the knuckleball. R.I.P. Tim Wayfield. Scheduled sex or spontaneous sex? This made me upset. Who the fuck schedules sex? Your mother every Tuesday. Damn it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking layup. Jesus Christ, right? Sorry. That was a good one. Yeah. Just it's check obvious. the Apple calendars of half the block she yeah, lives exactly. on. Fucking find out. Spontaneous sex. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, who wants to schedule that? No. Yeah. No. Ray, once a year, call it a night. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jerky boys or jackass? Jackass. I jackass. couldn't stand the jerky boys. I like the Jerky Boys. They, I don't know, their prank phone calls are pretty funny. They're very good. Yeah, but I like I, I like the visual. Is that up in there? Sure, you bastard. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck bastard guy. I come run you out of my taxi. <laughs> Got a lot of laughs from the Jerky Boys, but Jackass is far none. Way yeah, Jackass better. is... Uh, yeah, they're pretty solid. English muffin or bagel? Now again, like Rich had the question of General Tao, uh, General Tao's chicken or fried chicken, English muffin. What would we put it on this? We just plain butter. Just whatever you would prefer. What would you prefer to eat? A bagel or an English muffin? You can dress it up however you want. English muffin. Yeah, give me those nooks and crannies. Yeah, I like a I like a nook and cranny as well. However, if you're gonna go full breakfast sandwich, bagel. Bagel. But if it's just an English muffin or a bagel, yeah, just talking like just a regular that, topping, I believe, a bottle, yeah, I would agree that a bagel makes a better sandwich. Yeah. But yeah, some type of spread. I'm going English muffin. It's light, airy, nooks and crannies. Nice. 
You just described your mother. Next. Halo or Call of Duty? Call of Duty. Fucking losers. <laughs> Give me Halo. I used to like that. I used to get, oh, did you? get pissed off getting fucking shot did. once at Call of Duty and getting killed. Fucking dork. <laughs> I knew that was fucking coming too. I fucking knew it. <laughs> oh, God. oh, no, Halo. Don't shoot me. <laughs> so was mine of the week right over this are you stupid or something I'm as stupid as a stupid does are you crazy or just plain stupid stupid as stupid does Mrs. Blue I guess are you stupid or something stupid as a stupid does sir 99-96, Pistons over the Boston Celtics. Oh, so it's coming up to that three-point shot in the corner for the win. Yeah, the game. Really, here we go. Going Derek Heartbreak White. Hotel here. Just, Tatum just missed a jumper. Uh, <laughs> Simplest Minds of the Week. Let's start with a doozy here. we got a couple of candidates. Uh, I don't know if you saw this story. I had it all laid out for me in the email. I don't know what happened to it. Um, I had to redo it. Uh, but there was a 26-year-old man in Texas who posed as a high school student and absolutely dominated basketball just <laughs> dominated it uh he eventually got caught and then not only did he go and fake to be a high school student make fake all these records he went on to start a relationship with a 14 year old girl in said high school uh or school's district 14 year olds aren't in high school so you know he went one <laughs> another another step down in the middle school and <laughs> flirting around there um so obviously not the brightest mind probably some mental shit there but the funny part to me was just him. What was it? Juana man, Juana man in the fucking high school league as a 26 year old with no shame, just dunking on guys, just dropping 30 points a night, crushing, crushing. He must've got a lot of pussy. If, if you know, we're not 26, we're uh, more than a decade beyond that. Let's say we're 26. Take your 26 year old self. Or take now. I don't know what's more fun. Could you go? The question is, if you had the opportunity, could you go back to high school sports? We all play basketball. Let's say basketball, high school basketball, and actually dominate right now. I'll tell you next week when I play in the alumni game. And the answer is probably going to be no. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're playing in the alumni game. Yeah, fuck that. I get a free t shirt. Why not? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Could you, so are you saying at what age do you think you could go back and dominate? I guess that's a better question because right now the answer is probably no. Just there's too much. In my twenties, definitely not the full court back and forth. You no, put me in a three on three, I'd fuck, I'd work them in three on three, but full court, <clears throat> that'd be rough. Yeah, there's a lot of athleticism there, and uh, I'm only speaking about our level of high school basketball that we played. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. Oh, of course, yes. I figured. Yeah, uh, yeah we're not going to New York City or fucking L.A. and playing. No, yeah, yeah. no. Late twenty, I think the cutoff was would probably be like thirty-one. Really started to feel the feel the knees at thirty-one. Mm. Maybe even thirty. It was like a there's a strong like oh fuck, it hurts now. <laughs> Before that, kind of go all day all night. Yeah. 26 is a prime age to do that. 
Um, another candidate here, Udonis Haslam, has made the news uh, for, quote, fuck Bill Russell, something that uh, Udonis said in a uh, uh, team huddle with the Miami Heat when they raised the banner for Bill Russell and retired his number. His response was, fuck Bill Russell. Um, he has since either doubled down and then apologized or apologized and doubled down. I'm not really quite sure. But he basically said, uh, I don't fuck with the Celtics. I don't fuck with KG and Pierce. Tatum and Brown are cool, but I don't fuck with the Celtics. Uh, something I had to quote. God damn it, Ray. But he said uh, that Bill Russell stuff, I respect Bill. All respect to Bill. He caught a stray was the line. He caught a stray, which, you know, he just talks cooler than us. I'm not quite sure what that means. He just probably meant I was in the moment. Didn't quite didn't quite mean it. But Jalen Brown responds by liking a tweet that said this. MJ ain't play a single game for the Heat. And them Glazers retired his jersey. Not a single peep about it from UD, Giannis Haslam. But the civil rights activist who passed away, you mad about? Laugh my ass off. Solid point from Twitter Twitter profile here. Jalen Brown seems to like. Uh, he also said that, uh, tell me when you're going to see a Miami Heat jersey hanging in Boston. Uh, I had no <clears throat> had to repent that. I love Bill. No disrespect to Bill. Uh, Haslam stated he just caught that strike. Respect to Bill Russell. That's what it was. All you got to do is go back into your fucking R email, scroll down <laughs> to the Haslam, click it, and then it pops right up. See? Pops right up. IT Raymond. IT Tech Ray. Apologies. I was just in the middle of, you know, explaining it. Um, any thoughts on Udonis Haslam, who I guess is still playing? Fuck him. Yeah, why, why is he still employed by the Heat? I don't know. I, I'm with Ray. Fuck him. Uh, Jair Alexander for the uh, who's he playing for the Packers? Packers, Green Bay Packers went ahead and uh, anointed himself captain last game and walked out on the field, walked down the field, um, start the game, I guess. The coin yeah. toss at the coin toss of the game. Um, they won and they said, What would you like? And he said, I'd like the defense be on, on the field. And the rest were like, Do you mean, do you want to defer? And I listened to the press conference and uh, Jair Alexander said this all out of his own mouth. He was like, yeah, everyone was laughing at me. I said, that I want the defense on the field. And they're like, you want to defer? I was like, yeah, obviously I want to defer. That's what I meant to say. And everyone just kept laughing at me. I don't know why they were laughing. Did the coach say anything about you going out there and not being the captain? He's like, nah, no one said nothing. Well, he just got suspended for next game. <laughs> Anointing himself captain at the coin toss. What an idiot. What a moron. I can see Bill doing something like that. Uh, just going on the, the queen yeah just going on midfield i'm the captain now bitch i'm the captain of this ship you want Go the ball or do you want to defer i want i want the all of it baby just give me all of it you know? <laughs> go watch the uh the press conference after with and how he explains it all he's just got shades on and the hoodie he's just kind of smiling and laughing about and they're it. like those fucking huge ass goddamn glasses too that he's yeah, got yeah yeah it's very funny. I was laughing the whole time. He's suspended in a very big game for the Packers because he's mm -hmm. that much of a moron. <clears throat> and then lastly here, Al Michaels has been pulled out of playoff broadcasts for the NFL, uh, basically saying, fuck Taylor Swift. I think the exact quote was, don't let the sideshow be the show uh, with all of the uh, attention being brought on the Taylor Swift and NFL games. Uh, do you agree with the NFL here? Uh, tra uh, dismissing Al Michaels or uh, another misplay by Goodell? 
Al Michaels falls asleep during these Thursday night games. So yeah, fuck Al Michaels. Yeah, Al Michaels. They, they were just looking for a reason <laughs> yeah. to get rid of Al Michaels. Oh, you you said yeah. something about a superstar uh, that's helping generate ticket sales and bringing young females into watching the NFL. Uh, yeah, Al Michaels, take a seat. Bye bye. Yeah, it's unfortunate that uh, what he had to say was very agreeable. Um, I, I'd also don't really give a shit about Taylor Swift being at the game. You um, shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> also, he does suck. He's just completely mailed it. He does and suck. He's drunk or tired or whatever. So senile is the word you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Past his prime. Way past my prime. Uh, that'll do it. That's that Simple Mind Sports Show Friday Rewind, December 29th. Thanks for uh, showing up and uh, giving it your all, especially you, Ray. Really uh, above and beyond tonight. Dang, I had a nap before coming up. Thank you. Do better next time, Bobby. See you. Bye. Hey, I played sick. What the hell? Didn't even hear about it. Yeah. And in a new environment with that new room, kudos. Always is. Hmm. Kudos Each to you. Each time we use a room, we burn it down, start it again, <laughs> start a new. You know, I thought I thought for sure after Christmas that you'd have some sort of uh, wall art, anything on that bland wall behind you. But big plan though, big plan. Oh, 24 is gonna be a big year for you. Yeah, absolutely. It's all coming together. I'm gonna draw you. I'm gonna draw you a picture. That you can hang up behind. behind. Send it over. I'll put it right there. You know what it's going to be? Big dick. Yeah. (laughs) Please do. Breslahan. Just him holding a penis. I think it was dick in balls out. Uh, That would make sense. I'm not. I'm not sure exactly. Yeah. Why would you have balls in your face? Ask your mother. See you guys. Deep in thought. I'm telling you, he's just trying to figure out ways to kill me. I'm sure he is. How do you think he would kill me? I think it would be a blunt object to the head. Several times. Hey, boys. Happy New Year. Hey, Rich. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Uh, If you want to check your emails, uh, email went out a little late tonight. Uh, Just got out there. So if you can check your emails for a... uh, Professional of Mind Sports Show. That'd be great. Uh, oh, there it is. Yep, I got it. Bingo. Oh, bingo, bango, Richard. Got nice. it. There it is. Uh, everyone, uh, we're coming back off Christmas break. Everyone had a had a fine time, I'm sure. It was great. Thanks for asking. Uh, Ray, you seem to be uh, you seem to be permanently fucked up the entire time, like a permanent over the fuck. weekend. Yeah. Well, when you have in-laws, not once, but twice during the holiday weekend, you have to be fucked up to deal with that. Bobby, you were... it twice. Why can't you just make it one time? I don't know. Ask them. Ask them. I saw them fucking Christmas Eve with their mother, and then the next day with their father. It's like, I've already seen all of you. We've already done our thing. Like, why am I doing this it's again? Called a, it's called a, a, a fractured household. Mm. Broken, home. Broken home. Broken home. Broken home. <laughs> Got mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I drove all over the fucking place, so I get it. I mean, I get. Yeah, it. You only had two beers. Oh, it sucks. Planes, trains, and automobiles. 
They can't just come to you? Well, this is the last year. The foot's been uh, laid down. Everyone's been so made. You're the one with the young children, right? Why are you doing the driving? We didn't last year with the with the birth of the second. We didn't with the birth of the first. And then uh, gave it a shot this year to last hurrah. Uh, 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 Kobe Bryant retirement uh, round last time we, we make that trip. Mm-hmm. We really cut it in half this year. So still not great. No. I mean, it was fine. It's just a lot. I bet it was. And when you're on the road like that, you don't necessarily have the luxury of uh, just getting completely hamshammed the way Ray was seemingly every day. It was very nice. <laughs> it was boring. And People are like, "How was your Christmas?" I'm like, mm, great. Wow, I don't man. think I was. Me- I don't think I was mean to uh, one bit, right? I was barely even on the on the goddamn phone. The my only moment of peace, I. Relayed this to in one of our text chains. Uh, well, I was near a beach and I snuck away one morning at about 1030 and had a beer on the beach with my dog. And the other point was later in that day when I snuck away to have a shit and a beer and a shit by myself. Those were my moments of Zen over the course of the whole thing. And uh, in between that time, I, you know, I wasn't getting on you. Uh, the whole getting on your mother's thing. ass. The blog, you were on my ass about the blog because heaven forbid I hadn't done one in a little bit. And that was before. Fucked. That was before Christmas. Again, again, I don't know the days. Anymore. That was a week before Christmas. That was a, before we did the last show. I think it was during the last show. Hmm. Idiot. Was it? It's fine, Ray. I didn't mean to say idiot right there. I just uh, meant it in my brain. I mean to say it out loud. Uh, and thank you for doing that wonderful edit and getting it on most of the platforms that we released this. So it was. You're welcome. Job well done. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank um, you. Speaking of uh, one that was silent, Bobby, uh, relatively. Do you have a pillow behind you? Is that a, is uh, that a? It, it is. Yes. It it it. It's Wait, a he pillow. has a pillow. Yes. yes. <laughs> you, you <have> a, <laughs> an old man. Do you have a pillow? It is a pillow on your uh, on your? Are you sitting on one too? Is it a? Oh, it a is. Little, it's, uh, it's behind here for for the back. The lumbar support, of course. Correct. Got it. Got it. You skinny bitch, put some weight on, and you won't have to worry about your fucking back anymore. I Jesus. could always do that. Yeah, he's too busy changing rooms. Um, <laughs> very good, very good. I'm sure your your holiday was fine. Ray took up most of the time talking about his, so we'll uh, we'll move on from there. What do you say we start the show? Uh, some of my sports show Friday. Weekend.